We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a delicious femur. All the appendages were hung from the chimney with care. And the livers were basting in the blood marinade. We watched Mercy Christmas. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Merry Christmas season, Moon Goons. Christmas is he- almost here. It is time for us here at Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. It's time for us to start our Christmas month long of Christmas horror movies. Ho, ho, ho! Aaron, my co-host Aaron, is pumped. This is his ho, favorite ho, time of year for ho, this. Ho, this isn't there. This is Santa. Oh, ho, so, ho, sorry. You I, dumb bastard. <laughs> I, for, I forgot. Aaron, it, it, he, he stepped out. Santa's in here for Aaron today. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Santa. <laughs> oh, Aaron, it's, it's, where did Santa go? It's Santa, Aaron. How's it going? <laughs> How's, how, you, how you doing, Marshall? I'm doing all right. All right. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Um, this is a fun little movie to kick it's, us off. This is my favorite time of it year. It is your favorite time. It is my favorite time of year. I love the blend of horror and Christmas I think it's fun. I think a lot of indie filmmakers really latch onto this, probably because the music rights are free. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also good. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's a great blend. I think. Yeah. I, I always enjoy this this month for our podcast. Yeah, it, we, we've had. I admit, it's I, Christmas isn't always my favorite holiday or time of year, but this type of, for the podcast for the show, uh, it's become a lot of fun doing yeah. these uh, Christmas horror movies every for a month every year and, uh, and man, really digging up some of these. They're Cranking them out, they are like I keep thinking, I'm, oh, soon I'm gonna run out of these fuckers, right. but no, like they just keep coming, and like holy shit, and I'm really excited about this year's crop of Christmas horror movies we that have, we picked out for the show this we year. Have Blizzard coming, yeah. Uh, we're starting off with a Mercy Christmas, which was uh, released Mercy Christmas, Mercy Christmas, uh, which was released on November 28th of 2017, so just last year, yeah, about a year so old, nice and recent. Yeah, uh, it's written by Beth Levy Nelson and Ryan Nelson. Uh, it's directed by Ryan Nelson as well. You can find this gem on Amazon, Google Play, and YouTube. Uh, I'm sure it's the YouTube Pay. Not, yeah. I'm sure. I don't think this one's on. What's that? YouTube, YouTube Red. Yeah, yeah, Red. But it's Prime. It's on Prime. If you have Amazon I, Prime, YouTube Red to me just sounds like it's like YouTube porn. Like, I know because you. I know. I guess it's because Red is associated and with red light, red, yeah. red light districts. Red because that just makes you think one red light district and like you know. Yeah, he's trying to say red light districts and stuff like that. Just seems like porn. Right? People's YouTube porn. People's privates become red and inflamed with all the blood that's coming. They're just <laughs> so gorged, excited. gorged, gorged, yeah. gorged with blood. <laughs> yeah, it's like YouTube. Like, do you like? I don't know, like Movie Pass or and YouTube, something, something else. In, else in if I'm not mistaken, isn't there a porn site, a streaming, like a free porn? It's called RedTube. I think, I'm yeah, sure there is. Yeah, yeah, there is. So when you have YouTube Red, it's just like it just. I think makes... there's RedTube, PornTube, and everybody knows PornHub and YouPorn. And YouPorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I get off on a weird. Yeah, thing. I know. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let's, let's, let's keep going about porn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, let's bring it back. Um, 
So the cast is a lot of uh, indie actors, a lot of unknown. They, they, they're working actors, but they haven't done a whole lot of like ma- mainstream stuff or, or big budget things that you're really going to recognize these people in. But uh, the, f- the three people I'm going to mention are, uh, first I'm going to bring up uh, Gwen Van Dam, who plays Granny. She's got 115 credits. She's probably the, she's definitely the most experienced and the most uh, I would say maybe recognizable because she's got that she's like this old woman like oh I've seen her here and there and stuff. She she's, has that look. That, she's old as dirt. Yeah, so she's been working a long time. Yeah, um, she's like 115 credits. She was in the movie Star Trek Generations, uh, Burlesque, uh, the TV shows The Orville, uh, Workaholics, The League. And then way back on Who's the Boss and TJ Hooker as well. A bunch no of other shit. stuff. Yeah. And now I can't verify this for 100% true, but it is on her page. She is credited for being an uncredited sanitarium nurse in the original 1978 Halloween. So she was supposedly in that as a huh. nurse, I guess, in the background somewhere. Uh, next, we're going to mention Steve Hubble, who plays our lead character, Michael Brisket. Uh, he's only got three credits as an actor. But he's he works in the industry a lot because apparently he has he's thirteen credits under the uh, category of camera and electrical department. Hmm. In which these he's worked on some big uh, big budget big name stuff. He's worked on he did date night with the uh, Steve Carell Tina Fey movie a few years back. Yeah, uh, the third edition of the Ben Stiller movie, uh, the, the Little Fockers. He did that one, which I can't believe they still tried to. Uh, then he was Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles that TV show. Sarah Connor. And he he worked on the uh, on the Avengers like the. Avengers. Oh, not, nice. Yeah. So the the first Avengers. The first movies. Avengers. Nice. Not, not not the crappy mm. like uh, Uma Thurman, Sean Connery, or whatever that weird British. Ray Fiennes. Man, Ray nice Fiennes, uh, yeah. nice nice callback there. Everyone yeah. kind of forgot about that. Like, oh, I, I was so pissed because I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, Avengers, like oh, Avengers, awesome. And I I went like, 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 what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, where the hell's Captain America and Thor and all? Like, who's this Brit carrying around a fucking umbrella and a bowler hat? Like, what? I was so pissed. I was so pissed. <laughs> I can't believe you fell for that. That's that's pretty bad, man. I was like fucking kid. I mean, I wasn't that, but I was still like, how do you dare you call something the Avengers and then not? But, did you not read the box? Yes, I read the. I, I did. I read the box. Obviously not. Maybe not. I don't remember. I, I just mean, remember. I always remember that. Like, how dare you call a movie the Avengers and not be like the Avengers? I guess it was some other based on like some old British TV show or something mm. that was also called Avengers, but. uh yeah, as a kid, that, that was a mind fuck. That pissed me <laughs> off. Uh, and lastly, I'm going to mention uh, our uh, Casey O'Keefe, who plays Cindy. Uh, she's got 30 credits for her name, but really nothing I've ever heard of. The only thing that she was in a disturbed music video for the song The Vengeful One, briefly. Uh, other than that, but that's about it. She, but I will say she's, Any, she's beautiful, though. Anything disturbed related, you're like, ooh, yeah. I'm, no, I, that's Dude. the only mainstream thing on her resume that I could think some, somebody out there has at least heard of the band disturbed. So I'm like, as opposed to saying, <laughs> Oh yeah, she was in this itty bitty teeny movie that no one's ever heard of. But so I'm like, okay, that's the one mainstream thing I could find that to throw out there. It does not take away the fact that you have a stiffy for the disturbed. Yes, I do like the band, but that, that's not, that's not, it's not why I'm doing it. That's not why I listed it. Anyway, let's unwrap this, uh, delicious Christmas, uh, film feast. Yummy. Feast. Yes. Feast. Let's say feast. Christmas feast. feast. Christmas feast. Uh, so we open on a white blood-covered wall, and our main character, Michael Brisket, pops, pops up, up on screen, screaming for help and crying, roll the title card and opening credits, and boom, right into it right there. But then we go back in time two days, uh, where we see Michael hard at work at his office during his office Christmas party, because he's the one 
who is like everybody else is partying. He's like, nope, gotta get this done. Gotta get the work done. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a party going on. I like the shot because they're following this guy walking down this long hallway. Yeah. And people are partying, lampshades on the head. <laughs> yeah. Christmas time is in the air. You know, it's it's a full-on office party. But yeah. there our guy, Michael Brisket, is in there just working away. Yes, he is. And this is where we meet his younger, more handsome, way more successful boss, Andy Robillard. Uh, Andy now is a, has made himself has become a little bit impressed by Michael's speedy work on this, like accounting project or whatever it is they do here. Uh, and he's like, Hey, you actually yeah. did. I'm impressed. You actually, he's, did he's this fast. He's busting his ass to finish it all before the, before the holidays. end. he wants to show off his skills yeah. and he's, instead of partying, he's working his tail off and he gets it all done. He's like, wow. Yeah. So Mike invites Andy to his uh, Christmas party, but Andy Creek's like it blows my off. Like whatever, like you're so far below me. Like come on, I, I love it. Uh, uh, Andy then tells Michael that he wants him to work on this certain like, this new big project that's coming up. But which, but it turns out that means Michael now has to work on All and through the Christmas through the Christmas holiday. Yeah. He needs it by the twenty sixth. Yes, uh, in order to finish it. first thing in the morning on the twenty sixth. Correct. So because he has to have it for this big meeting that that he has that day. So now we cut to this empty bar where we meet Catherine, uh, the bartender, who is a real bah humbug. She hates Christmas. Uh, she's pouring shots for her drunk friend at the bar, and who, along with some passed out old man in the back, are the only ones in the bar. So there's three people in this bar. Uh, who has some uh, sweet uh, reindeers? I don't know. What's a good Christmas euphemism for titties? Her friend's got some Christmas nice big hams. boobs. Christmas hams? Christmas hams? Christmas. Eh, that's weird. Uh, yams aren't really Christmassy, I don't think. Her ornaments were hung in her bra with care. Yeah, her ornaments. Okay. I don't know. But she's got nice boobs. All right. <laughs> and she's drunk. She's got a Santa oh, hat drunk. on. Yeah. She's um, having a great time. Yeah, and she's like, oh my God, I'm going to be sick. So Catherine rushed up from behind a bar. like, you get your ass to the bathroom because I'm not cleaning up your puke. Uh, but as soon as she said, the friend's like, hey, you know what? I feel better. I'm great now. And that's when all of a sudden she just gets grabbed from behind, spun, spun around. around, and there's just blam, brutal, just stabbed in the chest repeatedly. Boom, 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 boom. Like five or six times. It's rapid succession. Yeah, girl, Cindy's screaming. No, it's not there's, Cindy. It's Catherine. Well, At yeah, first, but, she's like but, so, so stunned. She doesn't even scream. At first, like, what the fuck? It's happened so fast. It's just, it's, it's shocking. It is shocking because it comes out of nowhere. Uh, the, the friend falls to the floor dead and the, this killer quickly grabs Catherine and starts choking her out. Uh, now we jump to some house somewhere where we see this older man sitting in like a lazy boy chair. He's old. He's got oxygen. Yeah. He's hooked up to nose. the oxygen tank with a little tube. In he's his falling nose. asleep during wheel of fortune or something. Yeah. He's half asleep in front of TV. Uh, he, and he too, he suddenly gets grabbed from behind, knocked out. Uh, and we cut to the attacker then. Dragging the old man's body under a blanket down an alleyway, which he then dumps in the back of a truck. Uh, another jump now to a busy sidewalk where we meet Eddie, a street hustler type trying to uh, scalp tickets for some events um, that's going on. Uh, he too ends up getting got by our mystery attacker by basically getting smashed in the head yeah. with a uh, beer bottle. Like, hey, you got any more tickets? And he turns around, wham, wham, smashing the head. He's with out bottle. cold. He gets dragged off. Eddie's also dumped in the back of the truck. Where we see also see the old man and Catherine, they're all unconscious. Yeah, in the we, back of the we truck. see the, the the three that have been attacked. Yes, the victims all, all cuddled up in the car. <laughs> all cuddled up. Uh, we cut cuddled, back, cuddled with care. Yes, we cut back to Michael who has now fallen asleep as death. The party is pretty much winding down. 
Uh, he gets waken up by the beautiful and charming Cindy, which is his boss's new assistant. She gives Michael this giant binder filled with reports he has to go over and work on. I mean, it's like comically a large amount of work. He's like, here you get it. And it's just it's, dumped all it's, the it's shit. It's a massive binder. And it's like a foot thick. Yeah. And this is where I kind of, I, I get it. I, I, this is where my one little gripe here is coming up. My first little gripe is it's a massive binder with paper and pencil. That's what he's working on it with. Yes, there are some places that still kind of do stuff, but this is the 21st century. It wouldn't be done with paper and pencil. And giant binders. It would all be done electronically. Maybe. I, I mean, I... But it's, it's, it's I, a nice... I definitely see your point, but I, to, I don't know. Maybe because... It depends on what kind of work it is. Maybe it's stuff you want in pencil you need to see in front of you and I go mean, through the sheets. I mean, like I said, possibly, but so doubtful. And, but it's a nice visual. Yeah. Well, boom! You know, it's a great visual. And, and I guess... Yeah, yeah, it is a great visual. Mm-hmm. And based on what happens, it's really the only way that makes sense it for work it. for what... For it to set and up I get it. I get it, but yeah. I'm just like... You know? I didn't, you're right. I didn't. Really I work with spreadsheets that, but... all the fucking time, so I'm just like bullshit. Because <laughs> this project I'm working on right now would be about that fucking thing, but I'm just like, nope, nope. It's called Excel, motherfucker. <laughs> so uh, God, like, I'm so fucking old. Like she, uh, <laughs> Cindy's really be- she's beautiful woman, blonde hair. She's really pretty, really oh, nice, yeah. charming girl. Like, uh, um, she's got that girl next door kind of quality, very, but yeah. even a little more, attra- like, real attractive girl next yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. She, she's, yeah. Uh, she wishes him a Merry Christmas and leaves. We now jump ahead, jump ahead to Christmas Eve, Eve night, if that makes sense. <laughs> so the, the night, night of before- the 23rd. Just say that. Thank you. That actually okay. makes more sense. Uh, Michael sits alone on his couch, sadly looking at his Christmas party invitation, uh, which nobody showed up the for. The place is kind of... It's a it's small a, it's, apartment. It's small, and you can tell like he's not. He put a little bit of effort into it. Like he's got eggnog out. He's yeah. got a fruit cake. Like just the shitty white folk kind of like Christmas from the fifties. Yeah, that he's like applying to try to get to a 2017, 2018 crowd. Yeah, but you know it's he's just <sighs> yeah. Oh poor me. No one came exactly, and that's when the doorbell buzzes. He answers the door, and there's Cindy. <gasps> Oh, uh, and he he lights up, and he she's like, "Hey, am I?" She wants to know if she's late for the party. He stumbles over his words a bit, but eventually, of course, he invites her in, and uh, she uh, tells him that she found the invite on somebody's desk and just assumed it was, it was open on for, the on the boss's. Desk. Was it? I thought yeah. it was just somebody's. De- I saw it on Andy's desk. Whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. sir. So um, I thought everyone could come. Yeah, it was open to everyone. So they sit on the couch. They're drinking their eggnog and making awkward small talk. Uh, eventually, seeing like, "Hey, let's kick it up a notch," and they just like by spiking the eggnog, so they add a little rum or whatever in there. Time passes; the two of them are deep in conversation, bonding over shared likes, and overall, just really kind of hitting it off. Just you know, be, uh, striking up a good friendship, a good relationship here. And I know we've already probably already commented on it, but Mike is a very meek, small like. Just uh, no confidence, zero. Yeah, confidence I wonder, he's not a small whatsoever. man, but yeah, me. No, he's he's a big beefy guy, very but he shy. Has, he has a yeah. very small personality, very shy, yeah. very un, un not confident whatsoever. Like the guy who would, you know, it's that weird kind of guy that's big that would cower in a fight. You know, yeah. you can already tell he's a he's a fucking pushover. <laughs> yeah, that's he's, a good way to push. He's been yeah, a pushover his whole push. life, but it's like he's got the girl and he doesn't know how to act, and he's he's doing his best. It's yeah. it's kind of cute, but. Oh yeah, it, yeah. It, it's it's a cute scene. I mean, yeah. it's it's done it's done well. Um, so uh, after a bit, Cindy suggests that uh, that uh, they do the not very secret secret Santa exchange, 
And uh, so they unwrap some gifts, and she unwraps the gift that Michael hands her, which turns out to be a, just a boring, mundane white power strip. I fucking <laughs> laughed out loud yeah. at that part. Like, bah! <laughs> because it seems like the shit that kind of guy would give. Yeah. And he goes, I wanted to get something practical. Yes, that's exactly what he said. I wanted <laughs> and I'm to like, get something practical. Goes, it's pretty solid. <laughs> it's solid. <laughs> like, if I got that at, like, a small gathering or something, I'd be like, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah I will use this. Yeah, I will use this. In you, some they, way, shape, or form. Like, you never have enough of them. You always need them like somewhere. You always fucking need them. <laughs> Very jealous of the one you have here. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Very cool with lights and everything. Yeah. And it's got a, it's got two USB adapt plugins on the side. And it's, yeah, it's a pretty swazzy little... Stop showing off, Marshall. Yeah, all right. Thanks. Or, Sorry. or, or, let me put that on... Uh, I'll just put that little nugget in your head for Christmas. <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah, Aaron likes your power strip, Marshall. Yeah, uh, your Christmas is already taken care of. Ah! <laughs> is it a power strip? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, All right, it, it's, go, it's gonna be go. now, I guess. <laughs> Let me take it back. Uh, anyway, so yeah, she's like, I wanted to be practical, whatever. Um, she thanks them and is like, you know what, I can use it. She hands him a gift on wrap, and it turns out to be Cindy's mother's. Homemade special cookies uh, that Cindy made from scratch this year, and then she kind of Cindy goes on to tell about how her mother died, and this is the first Christmas she's having without her mom. Yeah, and a little a little sad story, but and, uh, and Mike he doesn't have any. I mean, he has his mom, but they don't celebrate Christmas, so he's like, oh wow, I wish I had that. You know, yeah, he, he's like the guy. He, he longs for like the, you know, like the all my thing like the. Wonderful life like Christmas. So he he wants that 1950s traditional family. Norman Rockwell painting yeah. kind of just the perfect quote unquote American Christmas. Yeah, you know? he, he pines for that. That's like right. his dream. Oh, like that's, that's what he wants. Yeah. Uh, eventually, Cindy ends up leaving, saying that she had a wonderful time. Uh, but she comes back to invite Michael to her family Christmas. Uh, he agrees, of course, and tells her that he's uh, but you know, I have this work. I have to bring my work with me, you know, but I'll come. And she's like, great. And he's like, I'll pick you up in the morning, 10 o'clock. She turns, she leaves. Next day, Christmas Eve, Cindy picks up Michael and off they go. And they're singing Christmas carols as they drive. Laughing all the way. way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they arrive at her father's house where we meet the rest of her family. We, the father, Abe, grandmother, Ruth, which from here on, everybody just calls Granny. One of her brothers, Bart, along with Philip, who her father invited for old time's sake. Um, Cindy is not real thrilled to see Philip. She is who, not. Who is kind of an interesting character. Um, he's totally in love with Cindy, but she's got like, wants nothing to do with him. And like he thinks he's part of the family, but Bart's like, no, you're not. Everybody's treating him, you're not part of the family. But it's like, why is he here? He's here because apparently his dad, the dad A, like loves this like, guy. Like, really likes this guy. Like, he thinks he'd be good for the family. We like, don't really know he, where. The, I think you kind of get a clue that he's trying to hook the two up, and she's yeah. not having it. Yeah, that, I pretty much, that's where I get yeah. to. Um, but we don't really get a whole lot of backstory on where Philip comes from, but he's just kind of an interesting character in this mix of... He's this, a little effeminate, too. He is. He mm-hmm. has a little bit but of... But he's got a pure heart on. He does. His heart on is pure. His pure, yeah, pure Cindy heart but on. But his wrist is limp. limp. <laughs> <laughs> so she introduces Michael. Uh, Abe says, hey, we're happy to have you for dinner. Uh, next, we get some shots of Michael just beaming with happiness as, as, as he looks at family pictures in the hallway. And, and the house is decorated. Yeah. The tree's up. The stockings are hung. There's... There's candles. I mean, it's just, it's got a great. This is exactly what he's been pining for. Perfect. He even says, perfect family, Mm -hmm. meet Michael Brisket. Like, this is it. This is what I've been wanting. Uh, They all sit down for lunch. Uh, Now, I will say this is weird. I I know 
I get it's for the movie and they had to take, you know, space out over time. But I found this weird that maybe, I don't know of any families who do this. Like I know families get together for Christmas morning, maybe, or maybe like a Christmas dinner for extended family. But I've never seen a family sell, like do Chris, like do a big family meal for lunch on Christmas Eve, then dinner on Christmas Eve, and then celebrate like on Christmas Day as well. Like they, they have like three or four large family meals for Christmas. Hmm, maybe that should be a clue to something. Why that is yeah, kind of strange. I don't know, but it's still like it's just weird. Like what other families do that? Like that, that they, is a little weird. Hmm, I wonder why they do that. You're really throwing me off here because I don't know what you're doing. I know where where the movie goes, but I'm just saying in real life, does anybody actually have that many Christmas meals? Yeah, oh well, that's maybe, what I'm saying. That's maybe, what I found weird. Maybe I'm not trying to do a bit here. I'm just no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, are you setting me up? No, I'm not setting you up. I'm asking a legit you. question. I'm like, who does this? Because uh, like that's a long. And, and she invites Michael, so she Michael's supposed to stay overnight then for Christmas and like family Christmas is Christmas, not. Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Christmas Night. It's a lot of Christmas. Well, it is the uh, the immediate family. It's not extended family. Right, which makes it even family. more lengthy. Like, how, it's but so they, long. But they didn't comment about how they're all together, and this is his favorite time of year. So, I, I, every, every family is a little different. I know, so but I just enough. found it, it just yeah. a little weird. I don't do that. We don't do that. Yeah, neither do I. Um, so, anyway, they sit down for lunch. Granny whips the covering off the main dish to reveal this giant rack of ribs. These ribs look a little long. They look very long. Uh, to which Michael says, I love ribs. I love them. He's smiling. And they all dig in. And Michael is like devouring his ribs like a Just friggin' carnivore going, going to town. Going to town. A brings in the eggnog, the gifts him to Michael as he says a toast. Uh, but Michael, too, wants to say a few words. And he graciously thanks him for having him. He ends it with, it's good to be here with good people and good food. And then he hears a voice he recognizes coming from behind him. And he turns around to see his boss, Andy. Turns out Andy is the other brother who was late to the party. And that's pretty much when Michael passes out from he the He starts to kind of get feel a little... His vision starts to go blurry. He's like blinking hard. Like, yeah. what the fuck am I seeing right now? There's my goddamn boss. <laughs> oh, shit. This is getting weird. <laughs> and boom, he hits the ground. He's, over. he's, he's out. Cold. out. Uh, now he wakes up on a cold concrete floor with his wrists tied. He sits up screaming for help. And this brings us back to the opening we saw at the very beginning of the movie. Uh, he's screaming. Another voice shouts at him to shut the fuck up. No one can hear him. This scares Michael even more. Uh, and it turns to look to see Eddie, the scalper, who is also restrained. Uh, and then we, he, the old man cries out in pain. Michael spins around one more time and he's face to face with Catherine. Uh, just real, just real bing, bang, boom kind of ah, yeah, ah, ah, yeah. situation. Uh, shortly after, they all get Michael to stop screaming and calm down. Uh, and that's when a sign lights up that reads Merry Christmas on the wall, followed by the door to the basement opening up. Down comes Bart, who Michael is shocked to see. And those and the rest of them are shocked to know that Michael actually knows, knows who, who Bart, Bart is. Because uh, none of them have any idea who these people are. And Bart is a big, big burly big, guy. Big, burly guy. Big, burly guy. Big beard. Very, like, mountain. Like, he looks like a mountain man. Very like, mountain esque. Yeah, very yeah. mountain man esque. Uh, very opposite. Very opposite of Andy. Andy and the rest of the family. And the rest of the family. But still, yeah. like, you know, he kind of fits a little bit. But I mean, he's he's definitely got a big, burly, you know, tough guy. Yes. Like, uh, so Bart uh, uses an electric carving knife to cut the, well, the ropes that are holding the old man. 
He drags the old man behind the blood-covered plastic sheen that's hanging from the ceiling that blocks off the other half of the basement. And once the old man is out of sight behind the plastic sheen, we start hearing the horrible sounds of the old man just getting butchered and mutilated. Yeah, you hear your saws chopping and coming by the old man screaming in pain and terror. Like squish. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty great. Uh, the other three are freaking the fuck out this time. And Michael suddenly gets grabbed from behind by his boss, by Andy, who tells Michael they need him to come with him. And he drags Michael away. We cut to Michael sitting in a chair in the kitchen, wrapped in Christmas lights. Wrapped, like heavily wrapped heavily, in Christmas, like, Christmas lights. Using Christmas lights like, like duct tape or rope yeah. or something like that. Uh, he's begging with Andy, who tells him to shut up and that they have a bit of a dilemma here. And Andy goes on to say uh, they have Christmas dinner, which Michael is obviously a part of. But he also needs his report on quantum something or other broken down for him for his upcoming meeting. Uh, Abe comes in telling Andy that he's missing the game. And Lee's like, hey, you're missing the game. Get so in here. The family who is biz- like absolutely perfect, absolutely wonderful, is keeping people in the basement and chopping them to pieces. Yes. And holding Andy, or probably not Andy. Michael. Holding Michael hostage, but still acting like a wonderful Yeah, family. and that's what... They, okay, I'm gonna, let's explain this now, because I, I know I'm going to get to this at some point in my notes. This movie is... Part of it's going to be hard to kind of describe how good this movie is and like how some, the really good moments of humor, because it's such a... It's not necessarily in the words it's in the it's in the, it's very subtle it's in the it's in the way that people are acting the way they talk and like the visuals you see because it's something like your nice uncle would come by hey man the game's on let's go watch it yeah you know it's come on we don't want you this first half's over we gotta watch the game yeah you know but, they, but deep down yeah they're all freaking horrible cannibals right and they're eating people <laughs> uh but they they talk and have these car carry on these conversations like it's just Nothing to it. Like, it's just so like it's a good normal, Christmas gathering, which I love because it's very it, wholesome. It is. It's very wholesome in a cannibal way, but uh, <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much because I, because so many other times you see cannibal famous movies like Texas Chainsaw or like the, the mm. Wrong Turn series. Every time you see cannibals, almost all the time, it's always <sighs> crazy mutants or like crazy wag, like ah, screaming and demented. And these guys are just like. Just the perfect, perfect family, the perfect neighbors, the, the people you would want living next door to you. Right. And it's so it's such a neat, nice uh, contrast to what we normally get in, with these type of uh, right. families and situations. So uh, uh, basically, Andy then wraps some more Christmas lights around brisket, then uses a food skinner, peeler, whatever you want to call it, to cut off like the plastic tubing or wrapping around the wires up that uh, for the lights, which he then attaches the exposed wires to Michael and tucks him like down his shirt collar. Kind of like on his neck near his collarbone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he goes on to say that he knows this is not an ideal working environment and that Michael is distracted, but not to worry. He's come up with a way to keep Michael focused. And we see that Andy, we, then we see Andy grab the white power strip that he <laughs> gave to Cindy last <laughs> night, <laughs> turns, flips on the on switch and the strings of lights that are wrapped around Michael turn on and we hear a small buzzing electrifying sound as the exposed wires electrocute Michael. <laughs> Michael flips the switch on and off several times, shocking Michael over and over again, just to make his point. And I love the way it's done. <laughs> it's it's so great. It's not overdone. No. That's what's so good about it, is because the lights come on, you hear a slight hum. Yeah. A little weird buzz, not too loud, because every time you hear an electrocution, 
He's like, wow, wow, way overdone. Yeah. And he's not shaking like an idiot. He's actually doing what you, which would really happen kind of is you thinking. lock up and maybe kind of move a little bit, but you kind of, yeah, it's not, that's not going to go crazy. You, yeah. you know, you don't do that. Yeah, exactly. You just, you just kind of lock up and maybe your body will, like your muscles will kind of move a little your bit. Your muscle spasm, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not going to flail around. Yeah, I, I, I love it. It was so well done. It is. It's really well done. Uh, so Andy wheels Michael out of the dining room to the or out of the kitchen into to the dining room table, sets him up to work. He's like, "Hey, lefty righty, what hand do you need to work with?" And he's like, "All right," he's like, "Right," he's like, "All right, gotcha." And at this point, he's like, "All right, cool. Now here you go. Here's your Slaps pencil." Slaps him on the back. He's like, here you go. Here's your pencil. Get to work. Uh, he's like, "If you need anything at all, I'll be close by." And he then goes into the living room, joins his family, where they're, again, having a co- casual conversation. Watching the basketball game. Talking about season <laughs> tickets and watching the game on TV. As Andy extends an extension cord to join the group. Yeah. And and during this, Andy occasionally just just, uh, just randomly kind of shocks Michael just here and there. <laughs> just haphazardly just shock, shock to keep him working. Uh, and then some, after some more comically casual family Time passes. Granny comes in, orders them to turn off the TV because it's time to go to church. Time to go to church. Uh, Cindy enters all dressed up, looking super hot. Uh, Cindy has a funny exchange with Granny about Granny's fur coat and how the places that make them are inhumane. Inhumane. Inhumane <laughs> slaughterhouses. And what makes it even funny is because during this exchange, we see Michael in the background getting lit up as he's electrocuted on and off, on and off. He electrocuted. Uh, so, Yeah. Uh, hearing the sounds of Michael getting shocked, Cindy turns around, says, I can't believe it. Storms over to Michael. So, you know, it's making this thing like, oh, she's going to help him. She's upset by this. Maybe she's, who knows? Who knows? What's going to happen? But instead, she's pissed off that someone got a drop of blood on the white tablecloth. That she just set half an hour ago. Which she says, I could just kill someone. (laughs) And all the family gather around Michael, who's like, looks up at them, like, look in confusion (laughs) and, and terror at the same time. And again, the the family. This is one of the best scenes. Like it's just such a great scene because the family just is gathered around Michael and this table. They're having a casual talk about the blood stain, and like, oh, oh no, we'll get it. We'll put it in the wash later. It's no big deal. And none of the family members are even paying attention. Not to Mike. Even, they don't even know him. Like he's not even there. Like, they, he's not even <laughs> they there. They don't even like this big, you know, uh, husky guy tied up in Christmas lights, sitting at their chair, sweating, sweating, <laughs> obviously <laughs> scared out of his mind, and they just pay no attention to him and just talk about washing the tablecloth when they get back. It's it's <laughs> such a great scene, but it's so hard to, to do justice in this format because you, it's one of those things you really have to see it. It's really good. It's really good. So uh, they all leave for church. Time passes. They and, throw Mike back yeah, down in because, the basement. Yeah, Mike's back in the basement screaming for help. Again, the others tell him to shut up. We've tried screaming. No one can hear us. Yes. They start talking and introducing themselves and telling each other how they ended up here. Uh, they also realize that, realize that none of them no has anybody that would be actually looking for them. They're all loners. Yeah. They, no one has like any real true friends or any family. family. Significant others. Yes. Right. Uh, so Eddie and Michael start screaming again because Eddie's like, oh, shit. Now we're, okay. So now Eddie joins in screaming. Uh, in his anger and panic, Eddie knocks over a box of glass ornaments. Uh, several of them break on the floor. Uh, that will obviously come back later. Uh, Eddie asks Michael what it's like upstairs. And again, this is kind of funny because he's like, well, it, it, again, some well-done humor. <laughs> Michael's like, well, it's nice decor. The decorations are nice. It's, it's like it's, it's mid-20th century or mid-modern. <laughs> and he's like, motherfucker, I don't care if you're asking for a travel tour, travel guy. He's like, what? He's like, it's like... <laughs> 
Are there windows? Are there doors? doors? Can we escape? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's windows. Yeah. yeah. And he's like talking about the tree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's about, about that time when they start hearing footsteps walking above them upstairs. The Merry Christmas sign lights up again, and in comes Bart, this time with Abe. Still having a conversation about the basketball game. Talking foul about, shots. Talking about overtime. how they, like, the old man, like, the dad snuck out to act yeah. like he was going to go pee so he could listen to the end of the game. It's like, you know, banter you'd have with your dad or yeah. uncle or something like that. Yeah, yeah. like, I snuck out during the sermon to catch the game, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, Abe ends up talking about his dead wife, and like, oh, God rest her soul, and she was so great, and blah, blah, blah. Which then Eddie chimes in saying, and calls the dead wife a fucking bitch, which is not the right thing to say to a family of cannibals that because are keeping you tied up in the basement. That drew their ire. That did. Abe and Bart give him a death stare and then drag him behind the plastic sheeting and, and strap was, him to a metal table. That was a really good moment. Yeah. Because he's so lighthearted. And, uh, but then that scene where he gives him that, that you see, yeah. the actor did a great job. Oh, I yeah. thought he looked fucking like pissed, but not like crazy. Like, yeah. Like, like e- he looked evil. Yeah. He did a good job of looking evil. Yeah, that, yeah. that's a great way. Yeah, yeah I, like, I agree with that. Oh, fuck. He really is <laughs> a fucking evil cannibal. <laughs> so uh, they strap Eddie to the met- this metal table. Uh, the whole time Eddie's fighting to get free, cursing them and their whole family. He even taunts Bart, tell him to fight like a man and untie him, and that they better kill him now or he's going to, you know. They shove a rag in his mouth yeah. to shut him up. Bart gags a- a- Eddie, then Abe and Bart go back. To- and then once he's gagged, they go right back to talking about basketball in a calm, cool, collected manner. <laughs> uh, They're taking their shirts off. And, they're putting on aprons. Yeah. And then they start talking like, hey, what pieces do we need? You know, like, what, what do we need? And like, uh, I think we need like legs or something for, or, or something for, you know, this next dish. Mm-hmm. So like, Oh, okay. So we will take the legs. And so Bart pulls out this giant meat cleaver and starts hacking into Eddie's leg. Uh, Abe is like, here you go. Handsome. He's got- he starts hacking. He's screaming through the muffles. The people on the other side of the sheet, you know, are screaming. Are they're terrified. like, they're terrified. Are, yeah. And he's like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Hey, Protect your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he gives, he gives him some glasses. goggles. Like these goggles so he doesn't get blood in his eyes. Uh, and then they go right back, you know, hacking him up and talking about basketball while they cut Eddie's legs off. Eddie's screaming out in agony. Once Bart cuts through one of Eddie's legs, Abe takes an iron and cauterizes the bloody stuff. Yeah, like a, like, a, like a clothing iron. Clothing like, iron. Yeah, iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, and he did see him turn it on. And well, he, t- yeah. he did the test. Yeah. It, so he so, cauterizes yeah. his leg. Uh, then... Uh, that's when Michael suddenly gets grabbed by Andy and taken back upstairs to continue working on his reports. <laughs> <laughs> Michael asks Andy why they're doing this to them, and all he gets in return is some more electroshocks. Uh, but then Andy goes has like a tender moment. He like he breaks down here. He has a tender moment talking to Michael about how it used to be when Mom was around and the good old days. And he and you see a little bit of humanity and a little sadness in Andy. But he's like, he shakes it, he kind of shakes his head, shakes it all out. And he just goes right back to shocking him. And kind of like, how dare you make me talk like, you know, fuck you, I'm shocking you. Um, so then Cindy and Philip enter as Aunt, he steps, Andy steps away, he leaves. And Cindy's laying into Philip on how he's just in the way and they're never going to be a couple. Just leave him alone. Leave me, leave yeah, her this, alone. This Philip guy is really trying. Oh, yeah, he trying. is. Uh, Philip leaves, which then gives Michael an opening to beg and plead with Cindy to untie to try to like kind of play off that. Hey, we were you. We thought we were friends. We bonded the other night. Are you doing this? Can you let me go? Please help me. Yeah, he's and, like whispering it. Yeah, so to nobody like, else yeah. will hear. 
Uh, she's not paying she, yeah, any, she, she any attention. Him. She, yeah, Granny then comes in telling him it's stocking time as Bart and Abe enter carrying a large bin filled with Eddie's legs, <laughs> which seems to frustrate Cindy even more because now it's just one more thing she has to get done for dinner. Uh, and with that, she now her frustration her frustration level is rising. She gets flustered, setting the table, trying to remember which side of the plate the salad fork goes on. And Michael again sensing like a window here to try to break through to Cindy, helps her out. He's like, you know, like tells her where this, you know, how to. She's like, it goes next to the spoon. He goes, no, on the other side. Other side. He's like helping her out, trying to, you know, again. But she acknowledges him here. But she does. She 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 says thank you with a she she gives him a smile and a thank you. but then the family gathers for stocking time. Uh, they share some nice, heartfelt family moments. And again, Granny and Cindy start arguing over Christmas dinner and Cindy being behind schedule with it. Because this is the first time Cindy's preparing dinner for the family. Because mom is mom always did this before, yes. but mom passed away. And and so now Cindy's trying to take over the role. This is the first Christmas without mom. And so Cindy's trying to put it all on her shoulders and... Grandma's starting to and say, live, Gran- up, live up to the the bar, the, the very high bar that was set and, by the mom. And Granny's saying, you're not doing it right. You're behind they start, schedule. They start yelling at each other, yes. getting intense. Um, so their, their exchange continues to kind of heat up. And then Philip, who is trying to help out, but only making Cindy more frustrated, won't shut up. He's and he, like making odd quotes yeah, from like, like he, throw. It's like he's, and, he's <laughs> spouting off these sayings that make sense at, when you first hear them. Like, okay, but then if you break it down, like, Wait, what? My, Nothing makes sense. This Wallace one. <laughs> families being wrapped in the tentacles of the octopus. Yes. And it's, <laughs> and it's just hugging you till you can't breathe anymore. Yeah. And you surrender to its warm embrace. Yeah. It's like, it's what? what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, something about the family octopus. So fi- finally, Cindy snaps. She's- she loses her shit on Philip and attacks him with this large pair of scissors. She stabs the f- Fuck off, She Phillip. starts going ham. Yeah, she's like, just, fuck ah! you, shut the fuck and up. Just, shut up, I hate you. And the scene goes on for a minute. It does. She must stab at least 20, 30 oh, times. easily, yeah. And she's going crazy. And again, the family just stands there watching this like nothing. Just kind of like, well, she's nope. having a hard day. She's having a hard day. He's, well... He shouldn't have said that. Yeah. You know, it is it is what it is. They're watching all Nobody this. tries to stop her. Nobody is like, oh my God, you killed Philip. They're like, what? It is, yeah. She stands back up covered in blood. Covered, drenched in blood. Drenched in blood, breathing heavy. And they're like, <laughs> hey, Cindy, it's okay. Yeah, and then she, you know? Cindy's like, I'm sorry, Granny. I didn't mean to yell at you. The two of them make up. And they're like, I know it's stressful. It's the holidays. We're so, we understand. <laughs> and one of them is like bleeding corpses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Abe, the father, he's just, hey, we should have mincemeat pie for dessert tomorrow. And like, hey, we can use Philip. <laughs> to which Cindy kind of looks at him and goes, yeah, I think I can do that. I can try that. <laughs> I can try that. Yeah. <laughs> Abe says, what do you think? And then like, um, and then, then Abe kind of looks over and says, what do you think is going on down there? And the camera pans down to show Brisket, Michael Brisket, Worming his way across the floor towards <laughs> the front door, like, shivering, shivering on his back, <laughs> like, tied up in Christmas lights. Going, Help! No, he wasn't even screaming yet. But yeah, the, the doorbell rings. Brisk, that's when he starts screaming out for help because the doorbell rings. Andy quickly runs, you know, walks over, steps on Brisket's neck, opens the door to see police dispatcher Denise Russell standing there. But it says it says like Santa Monica Police or whatever. Yeah, it, it says is. police yeah. dispatcher on her yeah. badge. And, um, but it turns out Denise is Bart's girlfriend 
who Bart invited over to eat with them this year. And Annie flips his butt. He's like, I can't believe this. She is not happy. She's a fucking cop. Bart's like, yeah, I know. So what? She said, but and, like, and Denise trying to is like, I'm only a dispatcher. I'm not a cop. I'm just a dispatcher, guys. And uh, Bart brings her in. The two of them, along with Annie, stand over Michael, who Bart introduces to Denise as Michael. He's Christmas dinner. <laughs> uh, we cut back to the basement where Bart is giving Denise a lesson in the various cuts of meat by showing her on Michael where the flank steak is, yeah. where the T-bone is, yeah. where, he's like pointing out the different spots on a well, person. Like, he's like slapping him on the back, like the carving. Everything. It's that, right here. With right the here. long electric carving yeah. knife. And uh, he goes on to say that the key is to keep them alive as long as possible because fresh is best, but that doesn't mean they can't tenderize the meat a bit. And with that, Bart cuts into Michael's shoulder with the electric carving knife. Uh, Catherine snaps at this, bites into Bart's ankle, which he easily kicks her off. Yeah, so she's he's on one knee, like, carving into it. Michael's on the floor screaming. Yes. And Catherine's like, okay, fuck this, and bites him kind of like on the Achilles. Yeah, right in the Achilles area. Yeah, yeah and I was like, ooh, that's, uh, things are going to start happening. But yeah. that's so, when Dispatch, <laughs> what's the, her name? The, Denise, the Dispatch Denise queen. goes she, fucking Jerry Springer. Yeah, she's like, fuck, you seen another woman attack her man? She snaps. She goes into wild rage, screaming like, "That's my man! Don't you touch him! Don't you touch my man! You fucking whore!" Yeah. Something like that. And she, Jerry Springer mode. <laughs> she kicks the shit out of Catherine, like, like full on, like face stomping like, her, stomps her face, and just yeah. starts like soccer kicking her stomach over yeah. and over and over. And, and Catherine's face, and, and she's a bloody fucked up mess at this point. Uh, uh, Bart stops her, saying, "Hey, don't damage the groceries so much." <laughs> Abe and Annie then come down, carrying Philip's body. Bart asks Denise if she would like to help with Philip. Hey, you want to help out with this? And like, yeah, she's we're like, going to carve Philip. Yeah, like, but you can tell there's a little bit of hesitation on her face. She's like, oh. Yeah. She's like, I'll, I'll help upstairs. Yeah, she's like, no, I'll, I'll go help Sydney upstairs himself. She goes upstairs. And you can tell Bart's a little like, oh, he's a little put off by this. And Andy, you can, Andy's mm. in the back. He's like glaring at her and giving her like the dust there. Uh, Abe and Andy then roll Eddie's body off the table, replace with Philip, and this is when they notice Eddie is still barely alive. He's trying to drag himself around with his arms, arms yeah, and his legs are cut off at the knees. Yes. Uh, so Bart zip ties Eddie's wrists together. Now Abe gives them a quiz on where mincemeat comes from. So here, guys, here's your educational moment, which we haven't done this in a long time. Oh, nice. But it, 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 it fits right here. So, Perfect. Uh, According to Abe's butcher book, which he pulls out, it's like this giant cow, how to butcher a cow book. Uh, mincemeat comes from behind the haystack, just below the exit. So Bart figures out that means the colon. So there you go, guys. Mincemeat is cow colon shitter meat. <laughs> uh, but Bart's like, whatever, as long as it tastes good, I don't care where it comes from. Why would you eat that? I know, that is absolutely disgusting. I know people say use every part of the animal, but there's a limit. Yes. <laughs> there is a limit to using every part of the animal. Like the asshole. I don't think Native, Amer- Native Americans ate buffalo mincemeat colon pies or something like that. <laughs> they, they, were the, they were famous for using every part of the animal. I don't think they even did that. <laughs> so um, so there's your education, guys. Mincemeat comes from cow's colon. So <laughs> enjoy that. if you Enjoy your mincemeat pie. Yeah, enjoy it. Uh, anyway, so... They get ready to work on cutting up Philip. Pull Philip's head. Poor guy. He, he pulls his pulls pants on his hairy ass. Hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> Abe notices Eddie trying to crawl away. He and so Abe leaves to go after Eddie. 
uh, leaving Andy alone with Bart uh, to grill him about his girlfriend. Uh, he, he really starts laying into Bart. Andy doesn't think it's safe to have her here or that she just won't keep her mouth shut about all of this. Uh, they go back and forth. They got a lot of tension. Yeah. yeah. And they argue. They're arguing back and forth about Denise while Bart's cutting up Philip's ass with the knife. Uh, upstairs, Cindy and Granny are giving Denise cooking tips while they continue to prepare dinner. More time passes. We cut to Michael and Catherine in the basement. There was a scene that we missed where Abe was choking Edward. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, about choking, to kill him. he's strangling him, about to kill him. He's yeah. about to die. And Bart goes, oh, Dad. Don't kill him because we need him for the Rocky Mountain Oysters. Yes. He goes, oh, thanks. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you don't know what Rocky Mountain Oysters are, they are testicles. Yes. They are deep fried balls. There you go. <laughs> I forgot about so that. So fucking good. Yeah, so when good. I heard, again, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> fucking brilliant. It's like, oh, we can, we can still use them. <laughs> So more time passes. Like I said, Catherine wakes up. Uh, she's still alive. Uh, they talk her and Michael. Uh, she says to Michael, look, whatever it is that he being Andy wants you to finish. Don't do it. Don't give Andy the satisfaction. Uh, at this point, Eddie crawls his way up to them, moaning in pain upstairs. The family is gathered around the dining room table, ready to eat. Abe leads the family and saying grace. After which Andy insists that Denise be served first. It's intense. It is. This is, it's very intense here. Uh, so Bart cuts into Eddie's delicious looking cooked leg. And I'm sorry, this thing looks delicious. Like I would even eat this thing. It's got like a nice glaze on it. It's got like the little slice of pineapple on it. Yeah. It, it, it looks absolutely delicious. Looks good. Yeah. Except for the toes. That part the, the, the toes. Yeah. The fact that you, you see, see the toes. Yeah. That's the problem. When you see the, little, yeah, the, toes, see the on toes on there. there. But seriously, man, that slab of meat looks amazingly good. Like I would eat that. <laughs> It's like a smoked ring on it there, too. It looks so rich oh, in flavor. Man. Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, so, uh, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, Bart cuts off a piece. Yeah, uh, so Bart's looking around, and he's like, because he's kind of like, you know, he's trying to stick over Denise. This is but, first dinner. You don't have to if you don't want to. Right. But, but like, he no, looks, she does. Yes, and then Bart's and looking Andy's around. like, Andy's well, very adamant. She has to do it. And he's yeah, looking so around Bart's the table. Famous, and the famous kind of like. The famous kind of looking at him like, yeah. Yeah, yeah we this, kind of agree with him. This is this is the test. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he cuts off he cuts off a slice of uh, leg to, for Denise. Uh, uh, Denise then kind of looks around. She picks up her knife and fork, cuts a little piece off. She looks around again, and after a moment, she she puts it in her mouth. She chews it, she eats it, and then after a, after another moment, she smiles and says she loves it, and it's so, so rich delicious. in flavor, it's so delicious. Uh, so we go back downstairs. The others they they're sitting around in despair now. They're starting you know things are starting to weigh heavy the on them. The end is nigh. Yes. Michael says how Christmas isn't supposed to be like this and that he thought for sure this year was going to be the Christmas he always wanted, that special Christmas. Catherine started arguing with him that Christmas is dead, that Christmas and family is crap. She starts shitting on all yeah. of and if what ups- And he's like, no, no. <laughs> and if what is upstairs is, fam- is family Christmas tradition, then she's glad she's alone. Uh, this leads to her sob story about not having anyone and how both of them are the turkey in this year's Christmas dinner. They cry a bit and then bond over some bad Christmas joke that Catherine tells. That Catherine which, sees that Mike's defeated and she's like, fuck, you know, yeah. why, why, why go out? Basically, I think she had a moment like, why go out like this? Let's at least, you know, have him, you know, kind of, yeah. you know, realizes that she, she's breaking this guy too much. Yeah, she tells him the joke that her, her friend told her at the bar before she was killed. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, upstairs, Bart announces to the family that he and Denise are getting married now. Yay! Uh, Cindy toasts them, welcomes her to the family. Abe, some time passes. Abe pulls Andy outside to like the back patio where he talks. Andy to, looks fucking pissed. Oh, Andy like is about to blow I a mean, gasket. Just he and I gotta give the actor credit, man. He does a good job of the just, acting. All the actors do a great job in this. The acting is really pretty spot on, pretty phenomenal for especially for a bunch of people you've never really seen or heard of, right? And who have very limited experience. They all do. It's really a good job by everybody it's across tight. the board. It's pretty tight. Um. So, yeah, they're outside. Abe's talking to Andy about relaxing on Denise a bit. And Abe tells him about how Andy's mother was once an outsider, too. But she embraced the family. The family brought her in. Uh, Andy still refuses to buy in. I don't believe it. She's a cop. I don't care. This yeah. is horrible. But like, what Abe- if one day she decides to grow, that bitch decides to grow conscious and everything he's worked for will be destroyed. And Abe's like, hey, I want to be a grandfather someday. I want to play with little kitties. Yeah. The family has the family and the traditions need to go on. Yeah, he's like the family has to go on, man. I mean, this is this is this is life. If we want to keep the tradition going, yeah. keep it going. This is what has to happen. Yes, Andy so, is still living. Yeah, so Andy he goes back down to get brisket for him to get back to work, but now brisket refuses to finish the job. Andy shocks the shit out of him because he's already pissed off about Denise and the family thing. So he's taking out more anger on just him. Just shocking, but he's only doing so much. Yeah. He just can't. It's like, it's not satisfying. He no. unplugs. No, not, not yet. Hold on. Okay. All right. You were getting, yeah. Uh, Catherine yells. <laughs> oh, God. Catherine yells at him to stop, you know, and but Andy's like, what? He turns his rage on her and again, like curb stomps the shit out of Catherine. Uh, and then they just Man, he's our bloody mess. He starts kicking her so much in the stomach, it becomes very believable that she's going to die. Yes. Like, the way they, they the way it's shot is very good. Yes, it is. Uh, he turns attention back to Brisket. Brisket begs to know why he's doing this. Andy shouts at him because his family likes their steaks with a little bit of marbling, and no one will notice Michael's gone missing just because there's an extra donut in the break room. Uh, I like the steak marbling bit, which was yeah. funny. I thought that was great. Uh, especially to come up with that in, a, in his, because he's yelling, he's in a rage. He still has the whereabouts. Like, they like their sex of marbling. <laughs> uh, so Brisket, he still refuses to work. He's standing strong. He's trying to. And Andy now goes into a whole nother level of rage, which we haven't seen. This is what Aaron about, was about to get to. He unplugs the white power strip, which we've seen before, and he uses the white power strip to whip and beat the ever-loving shit out of Andy. And Andy's a bald man, as I'm sure we may have mentioned before, but you see these welts starting to form on his head where he's getting slapped I don't think he mentioned he was bald before, but yeah. Yeah, he's bald. And he's getting, like, these cuts across his face from, like, the prongs. On the top of his head. Yeah, he's just getting, like chewed up by this wire that he's getting whipped with that he gave as a present to see. Yeah, he's just getting mollywopped with this thing. <laughs> uh, so, um, and, uh, you know, Michael's crying. He's crying. Still holding out, yeah, though. But he's still holding like, no, I'm not going to do it. So, and, yeah. And, and it's funny because he's going back. I think it looks like he's going back between whipping him with, like, the, the plug and the prong side and then also holding the K when it Hitting him with like the, yeah, plastic the plastic bar side. He's going back and forth. Um, so, and he's like, okay, he's not going to do it. He's like, fine. He turns back to Catherine and starts strangling her with the power cable. Wraps the cord around her neck and Sorry, pulls straight. her up, and her, the life is getting drained out. And of he's her. like making Catherine look at Brisket. They're looking, staring he's at Brisket. Yelling at Brisket, you're going to work. And, and Brisket, yeah, he's like, so Brisket caves. He's, he's like, fine, you know, fine, I'll do it. Her. I'll do it. Stop hurting her. Yeah. So, more time passes now. Bedtime rolls around. 
Abe talk. He gets. In, he's in his room. He's kneeling by his bed. He's he's saying a prayer to his dead wife. And again, it's like a touching scene. It really it's is. It's a touching scene. It's like, oh, honey, I miss you. He's and got a picture of his wife, like a full-framed photo of his like wife. Like an 8 by 10 yeah. He's praying to her in heaven, talking about how it's great to see Andy and Cindy working together yeah, to bring The whole to- Christmas is here. The whole family's here. It's wonderful. and yeah. Bart's getting married. and yeah. Oh, I just want to be the first to tell you. Oh, I miss you so much. You know, it's like a heart. Like, aw, it poor really old is. guy. <laughs> and then outside, a group of Christmas carolers is singing Christmas carols. As we see, shots like the family members sleeping peacefully all throughout the house in their beds. Yes, all comfortable and cozy, except for Andy, who is sitting up, shocking Michael as he makes him work on his report. He's sitting. His 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 sleeves are rolled up. Yeah. he looks a little disheveled. He's got a bottle of whiskey next to the eggnog, <laughs> yeah. and, and he's, he's got just the power strip. Andy's like click 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 just shocking <laughs> turning it on turning it off turning it on turning it off it's Mike Brisket he's getting shocked as shit, shit. Uh, as beautiful <laughs> hymns are being or, or Christmas carols, carols are, are being, being sung, sung outside <laughs> yeah the next morning Denise wakes up on the couch next to a snoring Bart uh, she sees Andy passed out in a nearby chair holding a knife in the basement Michael wakes up Surprised to see Eddie is still alive <laughs> and using a broken ornament to cut his bonds. Uh, it's like I said, that came, so those, that came back. Uh, Eddie frees himself and scoots over to help Brisket, but he, Brisket tells him to help Catherine first, who is a bloody, broken mess of a woman at this point. So he grabs Betty and rolls her over. Yeah. Or, and, or, Betty? What's her name? Catherine. Catherine. I said Betty. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, but, grabs Catherine and turns her over and she's like, oh! You know, which yeah, is, I thought geez. was a great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're trying to help her, but Catherine's like, no, listen, you guys leave me here. You have to go. You're my best chance of getting help getting out of here because I can't go anywhere. I can't move. I, you guys have to go. So we cut. God, for me. From here on out, the movie is even more awesome. And, it just gets pretty awesome. And it's and it's going to be super hard to describe yes, this visually is. because it's so insane and ridiculous and awesome at the same time. And there's so much humor in the visuals <laughs> that it's a wild ride that's awesome. So we cut to Michael crawling out of the basement door. He's on his hands and he's crawling out of the basement with Eddie strapped to his back with Christmas lights. Like Chewbacca hauling a broken C-3PO. Perfect. It's, yes, it's exactly what it is. He's, he's strapped <laughs> onto his back like a fucking backpack. Yeah. Tied up with Christmas lights. And Eddie has armed himself with the iron Abe used to singe his, his bloody stumps. So now Denise gets up, gathers her stuff, and is about to leave when Cindy offers her some coffee. Uh, they talk in the kitchen while Michael and Eddie are hiding in the pantry closet. During this conversation, Denise says... It must be such a big job getting the holidays together, which Cindy says, yeah, sometimes it feels like torture, but I'm actually loving it. <laughs> and the two of them, you know, finish the coffee, they leave the kitchen. Michael and Eddie exit the pantry, head I, for the front door. I do love that scene because the whole time Eddie is like, he's livid. He's like, Eddie is hilarious. He's, he's just, he's, he's so a, wants to kill them he's, so bad. He's a small, well, half a man. He, he's a this a ball of rage. Yeah, he's he's just, just, he wants, and Michael's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, because he's just, and he's like, <laughs> open the door, bitch, open the door, open the door. He wants to kill someone yeah. so bad. So bad. Uh, so, uh, where, where were they? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, the two of them 
um, Cindy and, and Denise leave the kitchen, which leaves Michael and Eddie to exit the pantry and head for the front door. And Michael's crawling the whole time. Yeah, he's crawling this whole time on his hands and knees. With, with Eddie with, strapped to his back. Holding an iron, looking around like upside down. It, <laughs> with it, Christmas lights. Christmas lights. It's so it, it's crazy looking. Fucking, it's so bonkers and ridiculous. It's just, it's you have to see it. It's so like, it's, really appreciate it. I love also the outfit because Michael does is wearing like a nice like Christmas like sweater vest Swe- with it, a tie. It, yeah, still sweater vest, tie, white but shirt. But he's still kind of bloody from getting sawed on. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. So they're uh, they're on the way to the front door, but they're forced to hide under the dining room table as Granny comes out to get the mail, which is weird because it's Christmas. There shouldn't be mail, but anyway. Uh, and then Cindy comes in. And they go back into the kitchen. So now Eddie starts treating Michael like a fucking horse. He's like swatting him on the ass and trying <laughs> to get like, him to go. go. He's, he's like, go. He's like, no, he's scared. He's like, start slapping him on the butt. <laughs> on the butt to get him to move. So they move towards the door again. But now Denise comes back in the room, dressed, ready to leave. She stops by the door, takes one last look at a still sleeping Bart and Andy, then exits the house. We see her cross the street, get into her car, She's about to start it up when she gets a call from Bart on her cell phone. They talk like, I love you. I love you. Oh, I miss you. I miss you. Bye bye. Okay. You know, whatever. She hangs up. And as soon as she hangs up her cell phone, Eddie pops up from behind her and from the backseat and beats the living shit out of her with the iron. Just starts going ballistic. ballistic. I mean, wham, wham, wham. He's screaming at her. You ate my legs. You ate my legs. Fuck you. Fuck Bart. <laughs> Fuck this family. And he's, I mean, he is going to town. He's gone into a full-on blood rage. Blood spraying everywhere. He's smashing her over and over. He beats her to death to the point that Michael actually has to stop him from beating our saint. She's not even struggling anymore. Stop it. You got to stop it. And he's like, fuck that. Let me keep going. I'm not done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The two of them get out of the car. And I got to say... I don't know how they shot, but uh, I guess they did, but put like wrapped green screen around Eddie's legs and then took it out. But I gotta give props to to Michael, the actor, because they're shoot, he's doing all this with a man tied, tied to, his to his back, back, getting in and out of cars, crawling on his hands and knees. Like you think about it, that's pretty fucking impressive I mean, and tiring to do. Eddie's, Eddie's got to be about 160, 180 pounds, at least you know? 180. But, and, and and think about it, they probably done this like take after take after take. I mean, Mike is a big guy. He's a big guy, but he's not like a big he, muscular guy. He's just a big guy. Yeah, but she, you, I think he's got some. He, he's got some big legs. I mean, I think I'm the sure guy's, he does. Yeah, but he's still a pretty heavy guy. Yeah, you know? it's just so impressive. That it's you, really good looking. I don't know yeah. how you get in and out of a car back to with a guy strapped to your back. Yeah, they <laughs> it's they, impressive. They, but one thing that they during the beating scene, which yeah. I thought was really good, they show him smash her phone in the rage because she drops her phone. He's like, smash, smash, smashes the phone, keeps smashing her. And then he's, he's swinging around so wildly, they show a quick scene of him breaking the car key off in the ignition. Did they? I missed all that. Yeah. I don't remember him breaking the phone. Or I don't remember the car key he's thing. He's swinging but... it around so much. He's just so violently swinging. Okay. He breaks the car, like, because he put the key into yeah, the ignition. Yeah, she did do that. he breaks the key off in the ignition. And I was like... Brilliant! Thank you. That's such a great quick scene, but it shows you like why they didn't drive away or why they didn't do anything else. Because guess what? They don't drive away. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So they get out of the car. Eddie opens the front door because he wants to look at his handiwork. Uh, but he's like, "Hey, we gotta go. We they can see us through the window. We gotta get out of here." Mm. 
Um, but besides the broken key thing, Michael is like, you know what? Like we, he, he remembers the beaten and bloody Catherine he's, still he's, in the basement. He sees her bloody bash face and he starts thinking of the bloody bash, bash face of Catherine. of Catherine. And he's like, we can't, we have to go back in for, we, we have to go back for Catherine. And he's like, just go to any of these other houses and call for help. Just go to a house. But Michael tells him, how do you know that any of these others aren't just like this one? Now I get Michael's point here. I, mean, I get it, but I'm pretty sure the odds I mean, a second cannibal family on the same street as the first cannibal pa- family are pretty astronomical. Right. Like, I would still, I'm like, yeah, let's just go to a house and right, call for right, help. Right, 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 right. I'm not, that's, yeah, <laughs> I'd take that chance. <laughs> uh, but anyway, they decide, they go back in. Uh, because Eddie's strapped to Michael. He can't really argue this. He's like, fine, I guess I'm going. I have no choice. Uh, but instead of getting pissed, he's like, fine, let's do it. He, let's like, do he, it. He he's like, pumped yeah, back he's up. Like, he pumps himself. He's like, fuck, let's do it. And uh, he gets, he's ready to fight. And on the way back in, Michael grabs, like, he grabs this hanging flower pot, throws it on the ground, and grabs, like, the, the metal The metal post. post. The yeah. metal, the curved metal post he hang a flower pot on and he arms himself with that. And inside, Cindy and Granny, they're doing laundry. Andy spills eggs or eggnog on Cindy, forcing her to take her top off so she can wash it. The doorbell so rings. She's in her bra. She's in her bra. She's in Ew. her bra and, like, pajama pants. Uh, doorbell ring. Granny goes to the door to answer it. Meanwhile, Bart goes out back, to, and Andy has gone downstairs to get brisket. Um, Granny opens the door and is face to face with an angry, out for blood Eddie. Eddie says, "Merry Christmas, bitch!" And then just beats Granny in the face with the iron and just smashes in their face with the iron. And I was like, "Oh, that's it. Nope." nope. She takes one, <laughs> and he just keeps going. Where? Where? This poor old lady. Like, 85, 90 year old woman just getting bludgeoned with an iron in the face. Smash the face with an iron. <laughs> so, Granny finally goes down. Michael and Eddie enter the house. Michael gives, gives Granny one last hit to the head with his, but with be- his hook. Before he does, he says, sorry. Sorry, and then whack, <laughs> whacks her. And like I said, now, it's not even crazy, but from here, it really ramps up even more. It gets even crazier and more wild to just... We're going to do our best, but it's going to be so hard to to uh, to describe the absurdity right. of what, what's going on. Because um, we're watching Michael and Eddie fight the fan while Eddie's strapped to Michael's back with Christmas lights. Uh, it's just insane. Abe enters wanting to know what all the racket is and instantly gets hit in the face by Michael, who screams in surprise, not expecting Abe to <laughs> pop up so suddenly. He's like, ha! And like, just instinctively whacks Abe in the face with the hook. Abe goes crashing into the Christmas tree, which topples on top of him, pinning him to the floor. Michael stands over Abe, who's, like I said, pinned on the tree. Looking down at him, he says, I'm sorry. And then bashes Abe in the face with the hook. And he starts beating him over and over again. Yeah, he just kind of shakes, like, Abe kind of shakes his head. And Michael looks and goes, no. No, yeah, he starts crying. He's he's trying, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he's, he's crying more. But then as he starts, he's like, the, 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 Crying turns to anger. And the realization that he's about to be eaten. Was, these people are going to eat he's him. He's got a guy on his back who's been his legs he's chopped up. Like, yeah. He's got a girl downstairs who's been beaten half to death who's going to be eaten too. Yes. Fuck this. I've been tortured the whole time yes. doing paperwork on Christmas. <laughs> ah! He's like, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. He's just, he's just again, beating Abe to death with this metal hook, flower pot hook. Uh, like I said, the more brisket beats on Abe, the more his crying turns to anger. Then Eddie joins in. Eddie starts egging him on. He's like, yeah, fuck that. You're not sorry. <laughs> fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck him up. Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's just, so, 
it's so funny. It's 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 a, it's great. Once Abe is dead, now this music kicks in as A starts yelling out, "Fuck you! Who's next?" <laughs> this music's going, but it, which really is perfect. It adds so much to the scene, yeah. but it's very very short because as quickly as it comes on, it it stops as Andy, Cindy, and Bart all three enter the room. Cindy looks totally shocked to see Michael and Eddie like up and about. Bart looks pissed off, and and uh and Andy. Who is was dragging Catherine's body? Drops Catherine's limp body. Slams also has the giant binder. Slams the giant binder report binder down. Saying, and shouting at Michael like, "We still have work to do." <laughs> <laughs> That's when Eddie whips out Denise's blood-covered cell phone, throws it at a bar as best he can from it, and over the back yeah, it's like, just like an awkward angle. <laughs> this awkward angle throws it at a bar, saying, "Recognize this, you motherfucker." Now Cindy sees her father and granny dead. She screams in rage and terror as Bart and Andy rush Michael and Eddie. The fight scene that ensues is just awesomely ridiculous. I cannot do it justice to describe this. Because Eddie is strapped to Michael's back and they're each fighting, fighting off one of the brothers on each side of them. Yes. Cindy's screaming for Andy and Bart to kill them. As we see a bloody Catherine stand up behind Cindy... She says the scene that daddy's dead, bitch. Cindy turns to Catherine, screams out, I'm going to kill you, and charges Catherine and tackles her like Ray Lewis into the <laughs> kitchen. Or you could also say maybe she, she spears her like Roman Reigns or Charlotte Flair. Or if you want to go back a little further, maybe even like Edge. But she just whacks, takes her into the kitchen. My favorite was Rhino. I thought the Rhino gore, had the, the best spear. You're or right. Gore. Well, I you're right. I was thinking going with the spear, which was mm-hmm. technically was Roman Reigns, Charlotte Flair, sure. Edge, and probably a few other people. But yeah, technically the gore it's was Rhino, but it's a spear, but yeah. it's technically called the gore. Correct. So it didn't come to mind off the top of my head. But if we want to keep it, bring it back to the family. On our first Christmas, we did do Santa Slay, starring Bill Goldberg, Goldberg, who did the spear. Best spear. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> yes, the Goldberg spear. Yes, high five that one. All, All right. right. <laughs> Go back and listen to it, Moon yeah. It's a great episode. <laughs> All in the Christmas spirit, but she tackles her down and they're wrestling they're, around they, the kitchen. Yeah, tackles into the kitchen. Michael and Eddie are now starting to get overpowered by the other two. So Michael yells out, "This it's fucking hilarious. It's like it's all planned out. Michael's down to Eddie, unplug, unplug. <laughs> so the two of them, like Eddie starts unplugging the Christmas lights that are plugged together. Like it's like a, like a bullet vest or like a bandolier's like snap, snap. He unplugs it and then Eddie, which allows A to somehow leap, on leap to. Off, he, he leaps off of Michael's back onto Bart. And, well, <laughs> and which the whole, it's just fucking bonkers, man. It's so insane. And we have this half man, legless Eddie riding Bart as they fight over a meat cleaver. The two girls are in the kitchen fighting over a knife while Michael and Andy are fighting all like all this is accompanied by some great music that fits this wacky scene perfectly. Like, the music is really enhances the scene even more. It's such a great visual. Um, excuse me. So Catherine gives Cindy the titty twister from hell. Oh, I love this. Just straight up grabs the left tit and like she just just squeezes grabs it. her titty and just, it's like she gives the tit like the the the, the iron claw <laughs> <laughs> like, and twists and twists. Cindy screams. She screams. Um, so Catherine follows up with a solid headbutt, followed up by a really good left cross, which sends Catherine to the floor. Cindy pounces on Catherine, like almost like dropping an elbow on her. She's like, <laughs> and she tackles her again. Eddie and Bart continue to fight over the meat cleaver. 
Uh, and this incredible fight scene goes on for a while. It does. And normally we could be like, this is, it goes on and on. I won't end. But like, no, this one could have gone on another 20 minutes because it's fucking awesome. But it's well done. It's because so well done. One will get the upper hand and then there's a convincing move that turns it back to the yes. other side. It's like, it's like, and you've seen, we've seen so many movies where good characters die and things happen. So it is suspenseful. Yeah. I'm invested in this fight. Yes. Like, what's going to happen? And, it, and like I said, it's so well done and the music's great and it's back and forth and they go it's from so character. Ridiculous it's too. awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. And the base yeah. of it, when you stop and think about it, it's it is ridiculous. utterly ridiculous. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I loved every fucking second of this. At one point, Cindy tries to shred Catherine's hand in the garbage disposal. And then Cindy gets her face slammed onto a cutting board and a pile of flour on a cutting board. And like I said, also keep in mind, Cindy is doing this entire fight scene in her brawl, which just makes it even more visually appealing. And <laughs> God bless you. Um, because she looks incredible. Catherine ends up bashing the back of Cindy's head in with a rolling pin. Over and, and over, over so and over. She's dead. Yeah. Cindy's gone. Uh she also ends up killing Bart by stabbing him in the chest after Bart kills Eddie. Well, Bart throws Bart throws Eddie to the ground. Yes. Finally gets the upper hand, puts a berries of meat cleaver into, the, into back. the back of Eddie. Yes. And Bart Eddie screams, ah! And he dies. Bart turns his attention to uh, Michael, he's about to go up to Michael. Michael, who is on top of Andy, pummeling yeah, him. Yeah, because Michael's got the upper hand. He's Michael's got the upper hand. He's, he's like, he, it you looks don't know like, me. Looks like Mike's beating him. He's going to beat his boss to death. Yes. It looks great. But uh, yeah, and then in comes Catherine, kills Bart with a yeah. knife to the chest. Bart has his meat cleaver raised over his head, about to strike down on Michael, when she runs in and stabs him right in the heart. Yes. Uh, so... He, yeah, he's a. Um, M- Michael then is able to wrap some Christmas lights around Andy's neck, and he plugs them in, uh, which ends up shocking Andy. Like he was shocking, you know. He got his just mm-hmm. reser- just desserts, or just he's being electrocuted. Whatever. He's ah! he's getting his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Um, just as Andy was about to kill Michael, he t- shocks him. He's like, Ugh. then Brisket takes the large bowl of eggnog on the table, which has been full of whiskey. Yes, yells at Andy. He, he goes, I quit! And he tosses the eggnog on Andy. And Andy, who is still getting electrically shocked, his head bursts into flames, <laughs> which is a surprisingly great special effect. It looked awesome, it's I thought. Bad. We've seen some horrendous CGI fire effects in the past, but this one looked pretty solid. It is CGI fire, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, Andy dies in a screaming ball of fire. Michael helps Catherine up as the camera cuts from one dead body to the other. Uh, ending on the chart, burnt, still smoking head of Andy. And Catherine is in Fucksville. Yeah, She's she is. basically collapsed and is just like, Michael, her adrenaline dump is gone. Yeah. Her adrenaline is dumped. She's got no fight left. Michael and Catherine exit the house, collapse on the front steps. He cries and apologizes repeatedly for her, to her. And she's like, she says like, shut up. Stop. Uh, yeah, yeah, stop it. Uh he looks up, Michael looks up into the bright, sunny skies. And With says, a palm tree in the background. Palm tree in the background. Like, I don't think it's going to be a white Christmas. Catherine says to him, it's Southern California. <laughs> and they share a small little laugh. And then she tells him, Merry Christmas. And then we hear a voice from off camera say, oh my God. <laughs> Michael and Catherine, who are covered in blood. I mean, they look like death. They, they, they just like they're, they're, out, they're hanging on by a thread. Yeah. They look up to see the stunned, shocked faces of another group of Christmas carolers. They're all just mouse a game. Uh, just, <laughs> what? what? 
Michael's like, oh, uh, call 911. Which one of them does? We hear one star call 911. Uh, and then we cue the we wish you a Merry Christmas music as the camera pans up and over the sunny neighborhood street. Blackout. And it's like a cursive the, the end. end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, blackout roll credits. Uh, and then after uh, some credits roll, we get the names of the cast. It cuts back to Eddie still laying on the floor. We his, see his hand ball up into a fist. His eyes open up wide. And his eyes open, and he's got this the look of anger, the blood rage in his face. And blackout, roll the rest of the credits. That is Mercy Christmas, my moon goon friends. <laughs> what a wild and awesome fucking ride that is. Yes. Uh, let's move on to favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right. <laughs> Favorite kills, man. <laughs> Kick it off, Aaron. What that was you... so much fun. It really was. It was. It was fun. Um, jeez. Uh, the kills. There, there wasn't a lot of kills, and a lot of them came in the last, uh, the last act. The final. Oh act. Yeah, yeah, they come fast and furious. Yeah, they <laughs> they do come fast and furious, man. Vin it's... Diesel's background. All about family. <laughs> I can't do a Vin Diesel, but you know, it's family. Family, right, which I, is a pro because it's off. It's a family movie. I don't know what you're referencing to, but oh, uh, the Fast and Furious movies. Vin Diesel is notorious in those movies saying we're family. It's all you know. They're, they're family. I it, fuck it. I can't. I'm not gonna say family anymore. Never, I just said never, it again though. I've never not, seen one. Never seen any of them. I am not that fast, nor am I that. Furious. You are not apparently. No, I, I'm not saying I'm a fan. I am not a big fan, but I have seen a few of them. They look like shit, so I said no, not for me. <laughs> they I'm do. Good. They are shit, but I will say some. It is kind of. A, a wild fun ride they are stupid but it's like and the action scenes are pretty fun to this watch. was a wild fun ride and my favorite death it was let's get back on this probably grammy granny, granny. <laughs> that was my favorite kill because she just had that wholesome granny thing but she's a terrible <laughs> murderous cannibal who has no remorse for the people that she is harming and eating whatsoever and she opens the door and still has that facade of being <laughs> just a glorious christmas day and there's eddie merry christmas bitch <laughs> boom and that's not just one hit no wham, wham, wham. <laughs> and she sells it ah <laughs> oh, so good that's my favorite kill. yeah granny is a great one i i'm torn because the the best kill like definitely the most satisfying is, is when andy gets his because he's the one who all throughout the movie that guy was you want to see you want to see it because he is such an evil bastard throughout mm. this whole movie and, but, Not only is he keeping you hostage and torturing you, but he's making you work. work. He's, he's making boss. you work. Fuck that yeah, guy. Like, you talk about like the worst. Yeah, and but he does his the way he acts in this movie. He does it so well. And he's not even a di- he's a, such an asshole to brisket, but he's also a dick to his family. You know, because it's like Bart's getting married. He's, he's like not only a dick to his, but he's like you can tell he respects his family, he respects his father, he loves his sister, but he's, but still he's Bart. A yeah, prick. He is he's so still prick. a prick. He's because he's got these. He's like the rich millionaire. CEO prick boss guy mm-hmm. you see like you know uh, but yeah uh, so I don't know like I'm torn between Andy because he's definitely the most satisfying but you're right Granny's kill is just so entertaining it's like whoa it's just what the fuck very rarely do I like seeing an old grandmother be murdered yeah and Denise in the car is good too that, uh, is, that is a good one yeah, that's a that's, great that's one that's probably the most graphic yeah that probably that man I'm torn I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Granny's probably the favorite, but but is one of the best. But I'm, I'm, I guess I'm gonna have to say Annie because he's the most satisfying. He's definitely yeah. the most satisfying. But maybe my favorite was Granny. I'm to- it's one of those two. I'm torn. 
Uh, so the corn, I'll go. You gotta Andy. pick one. I know. I always, I have to pick one. I'll go Andy. I know, you're, you're kind of militant about this. So I'm holding your feet to the fire. Yeah, uh, I'll go Andy's because it is the most satisfying when it finally happens, and to see his face erupt in the fire and all that, it was a good effect too. Uh, he got his electrocuted as well. So just like, so I'll say, I'll yeah, fuck it, Andy. I'm rambling on now. All right, fuck it. All right, um, yeah, let's move. <laughs> it's now it's time for the eyes and hands, guys. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh. What is wrong with these guys? All right. Uh, uh, ratings. IMDb, 4.7 out of 10. Surprised by that. Thought it'd be higher. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is not even on the site yet, which, again, it's not brand new, but it's not... It's, old. it's been it's, around it's, for a year. At least a year. Mm-hmm. And But there's, it's not even on the site, which, again, I'm surprised. And Amazon, 3.6 out of 5. Um, so I honestly thought these, they would be a little higher for this movie. I, I thought this would be a higher rated one. Uh, plot keywords, none. Trivia, None. Bummer. Yeah. Budget? Nope. Couldn't Bummer. find it. Yeah. It's going to be real fast. Odds and ends. That's it for odds and ends, guys. That's Good, night. Good night. Good <laughs> night. <laughs> Moving on to five-star reviews. Yay. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. All right. Five, there are 38 total reviews. 53% of them were five-star. Wow. I'm well, surprised. Yeah. With 21% being one-star. Um. I only wrote down four total because so from a sea key shop, sea key shop. It's the funniest horror movie or the most, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's either the funniest horror movie or the most unsettling comedy I've ever seen. Five stars. <laughs> Mitch Cohen just writes best Christmas dinner ever. Five stars. And mountain dweller writes, whether you love Christmas or hate it, this is an awesome horror movie that will make you want to start new traditions. Five stars. <laughs> Makes you want to be a cannibal. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Uh, that leg looked pretty good. Uh, <laughs> you did comment on that. I did. Quite a bit. Uh, and I wrote one one-star review down from Schroeder, who just wrote, which is, I only wrote this one down because of the reason he writes a one-star, which is kind of odd. He goes, Amazon, why do you not make these available on DVD Blu-ray? There are many people out there that will not buy digital downloads. And I am one of them. I refuse to pay for digital downloads. One star. So he's not even complaining about the movie. He's complaining that he can't buy it on disc from Amazon. How is that Amazon's fault? Exactly. Like, how is that even the movie's fault? For Don't give the movie one star because you're mad at Amazon, or a distributor. Like, what's wrong with you, Schroeder? You're, 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 you're focusing your anger in the wrong direction, my friend. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I hear you gripe, but you're, you're, you're shooting at the wrong person Yeah, here. I, I, that's why I'm really like, that's so weird. Like, such an odd... <laughs> Four. I'm like, what? Like, I don't think the people at Amazon are like reading the reviews on that. Like, oh, we better get this on. <laughs> anyway, that's that. Uh, uh, relatively a shorter episode for us for, than normal in the last few weeks of what have been. So, uh, but let's let's wrap up this little Christmas gift for Aaron. Go. So take it away. So bad it's good. Of course, yes. Obviously, I think we were talking about how much we enjoyed this film. I think uh, I've I've been on record very often for liking movies that have a good blend of horror and humor, but this one takes it an extra step and has horror, humor, and heart <laughs> because this there is a few heartfelt moments, like the moment of the the meet cute between Cindy and uh, Mike, Mike Brisket. Mike, yeah, that's a decent scene. It really is. There's a good scene of the we talked about it. Abe the father praying about his you know about his lost mother. That's a touching scene. You know, there's there's scenes where you kind of feel that the scene where Abe is talking to Mike or pardon me, talking to uh, Andy outside about Bart getting married. That's a family scene yeah. that's actually well done that it makes is. you like, 
I see his point, but I see his point too. And I it makes why it makes it, it makes the villains relatable because people have those arguments all the time about of simply not liking just the brother's like, spouse exactly. or girlfriend people arguing. And, and I'm like, this has got the, the horror, the humor, and heart, which is perfect for a Christmas movie. What a fucking blend. Yeah. Holy crap. What a great, fun film. Yeah. The acting was well done. It was really well done. The, you know, the, the, the on all levels of humor, horror, and, and heart, like I was talking about, I guess the one thing I would say that kind of was like, eh, is the special effects weren't great. Uh, there was there was gory scenes, but a lot of off-screen kills. But you didn't need it. Yeah, you didn't, saying, yeah, you didn't, you didn't need, need it. It's it. not a slasher, so you didn't really need to see like the. But you know, that. I like that shit. Too. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I get it for yeah, I like it too for hours, but that's. A, oh, you I'll, did, let you, yeah, I'll let you finish. You didn't need it. It was fun. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> I said it best. Great combination: heart, horror, humor. The three triple H's. Triple H's. Triple H's. <laughs> It's all about that game and it's how you play it. It's all about the game. Is, and yes. they did it great. Yes. Again, they, they, so they bad. They played the game very well. So bad, it's great. Uh, I 100% agree with you. Uh, I This movie needs to be watched to fully appreciate it. Uh, and especially that, that the awesome last 15, 20 minutes of that yeah. fight. It's incredible. Uh, highly recommend everybody watch this movie. It's it's really good. Uh, but I will say, like you said but you, like you said about the gore, like, I didn't mind it. Because in this movie, I didn't really care about not having bloody gore effects. Because it didn't... I think... It was perfect the way it was. I think if they went too bloody gory, it would have gone too over the top. And they rolled that line, like I said, heart, horror, and, and uh, humor. humor. They rolled that fine... That is one fine line to walk. And yep. they ro- they walked it's, that perfectly. It is a tightrope that we are also very so, judgmental on, and yeah. they nailed it. So that's what I'm thinking. If they did too gory, it would they would have tipped that scale to one side or the other, and it would have kind of lost its charm, I guess, if you will. Um, also, I want to say, like, the, like I said, it was very well written. And very well directed and shot. And so, like, these people, uh, Beth Levy Nelson and Ryan Nelson, who I've never heard of before, they did a great job. And, like, and I'm guessing that's a, either a brother-sister or a husband-and-wife combo that uh, wrote this. Right. And I, um, like, Knocked it out of the park. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I hope they do something else. Like, I'd love to see another horror movie or something like this that they do. Like, this would be, I'm really impressed by what they threw Maybe out. Maybe with Eddie coming back, there'd be a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's gonna yeah no I don't know uh, Eddie comes back in a bloody fucking rampage uh, uh, yeah uh, but yeah it was so good I highly recommend it it's an awesome fun little movie well, really well done uh, you said the special effects were great but again I, I don't need it like even the I mean, CGI fire was done well we've seen shitty CGI fire and yes, that was yes. not and like bad. I said that's 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 a minor pick I mean I, we're, we're critiquing films I mean this would yeah. be my one critique, critique. gotcha you know I mean, um, if I gotta give something you know, kind of a like a eh, they could have improved here. Uh, like the perfect example is when they're carving up, uh, was it Simon or Jeffrey or whatever the, the douchebag? Philip. Philip, thank you. When they're carving him up to make the mince meat pie, you know, it was, uh, it, that part could have been gorier, I think. Like something like that. It was it was pretty mild. Yeah, you know, I, I, can or, see, okay, I can kind of see your point on that but, one. Or, 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 or when they're smashing people and they're on the other side of the tarp, maybe splash some blood on this. You know, just little touches here and there. And again, this is a minor gripe. If there's gotcha. anything to gripe about, still fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, I will say one thing I wanted to comment. Like people, this is, um, I would definitely also put this horror and slash black comedy or dark comedy. Yeah. And that's one word that so many people, I don't think really truly understand what a dark comedy really is. And, uh, this to me falls under that. It could be really considered dark comedy yeah. as well. Um, People use that term too loosely for other things that aren't really dark county, but this fits that mold. Uh, but yeah, this movie, we ram. I'm not going to ramble anymore. You guys, you, we've all said it. So bad, it's good. Do yourself a favor. 
watch this movie this Christmas season. Get uh, some eggnog. Yeah. Get your eggnog. Get your work get finders snuggled out. snuggled up. <laughs> tur- t- get the fire going by the stockings, hung with care, and enjoy Mercy Christmas. Put some ribs in the oven. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas ribs. Yeah, maybe a mincemeat pie. <laughs> <laughs> God, yes. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna do it for this week, guys. Uh, we're that wraps up week one of our Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Christmas. Uh, you see, uh, Santa Claus has come back. Where I don't know where he was all this whole time, but I guess he was getting out. drunk. Getting, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, all right, guys. We'll be back next week with another Christmas horror movie. In the meantime, watch more horror movies and remember to always keep it tight. <laughs>